Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Elias. What's going on? It's your boy, Chris Stone. And we are back with Hookah Wrestling Podcast. Man, Man. this is the semi-end of year. Semi. 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 Uh, before Christmas. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're here to cover all the stuff that's been happening on with NXT, Raw. AEW. NWA. Everything. Oh, um, so we didn't watch SmackDown today because it's Friday. Yeah. No, we're recording. But we will recap next week. Um, next week is actually, well, the week, yeah, next week is, yeah, will be week, our week. end of year show. After um, Christmas, huh? Yeah, after Christmas. After Christmas, after Christmas yeah. yeah. So, okay. So, here's the thing. I want all our followers to do this. There's a, if you go to our Who Can Wrestling podcast page on Facebook, there's a link for survey of all the top people of the year. Anything that you want to vote on. Top male superstar, top female superstar, top tag team, top top pay per view, top brand, even top faction of the year. So we have a lot of a lot of people on there that you would like to see. If you want to vote, go ahead and vote. And voting will go through. I like to say probably next Friday. Next Friday, and then we will announce the results after that. So remember, it's on our Who Can Wrestling podcast page. Um, let me just give you a little. Um, let me give you a little, little taste of what's on there. Hold yeah, on. I got you right here. See, we got the best. Hold on, best male wrestler, best female wrestler. So, all right. So, best male wrestler. Here's who's on the card. Who on on this on this card? So it's best male wrestler: Adam Cole, Kenny Omega, Cody, Seth Rollins, Rusev, Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, Handman, Adam Page, Chris Jericho, Dustin Rose, Switchblade, Jay Wright, Tama Tonga, The Rainmaker, Kashika Okada, Kota Ibushi, Marty Scroll. Hey, there's probably more out there. I know I forgot to add um, our boy from NWA, Nick Aldis, but I'll add him on there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, best as far as best female wrestler, we got Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Sasha Banks, Bailey, Britt Baker, Asuka, Shayna Baszler, Oscar, Oscar, Miranda, Nala Rose. I think we got a couple, few more on here actually. Io Shirai, Io Shirai, thank you. Tessa Blanchard, Tony Storm, Jordan Grace, Allison K from NWA. Ooh, best ooh. tag teams. I know they're, they're, this this one was hard to choose, but. Uh, we have the Young Bucks, the Lucha Bros, the Revival, Hardy Boys, yeah. New Day, the Good Brothers, Anderson and Gallows, the Dark Order, Jurassic Express, SCU, Private Party, Undisputed Era, the Usos, and Street Profits. I'm very shocked you put the Vikings, the Vikings on. Ooh, I forgot to add them. We'll add them back on there. Yes, sir. The best pay-per-view of 2019, <laughs> NXT TakeOver, War Games, AEW All Out, WWE Survivor Series, AEW Fight for the Fallen, NXT UK TakeOver 2019, the New Japan R- Ring of Honor G1 Supercard RH Final Battle, New Japan's Wrestle Kingdom 2019, and Impact Bound for Glory. That's a hard one. Best OMG moment of 2019: Moxley debuts in AEW, the first female War Games match. NXT invades the main roster. Ooh, AEW's first Dynamite show. That was an OMG moment itself. Yes, it was. Becky Lynch wins the championship at WrestleMania. Kofi Kingston wins the championship at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins beats Brock Lesnar and Ciampa does his finisher on him call from the top of the War Games cell. Alright, best, best brands of 2019. NXT, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, ROH, MLW, New Japan, Impact, Reality of Wrestling. Hey, we're giving a shout out to our boys at Reality Wrestling, so yeah. Oh, man. Alright, best faction. This is this one's actually going to be interesting because best faction Let's of 2019, 2019 is pretty... Pretty much the way we decide to do twenty the best faction, we're going to do the best faction of the decade, but we're actually going to save that to our inner year, and we're actually going to debate that one. Next week, we'll actually have more people. We'll try to get our boy Angel, our boy Moise, and our boy uh, Scott on here, so if we can get, get, get a live, live re- recap of all this and have everybody watch it. So here's it. Best faction 2019, The Shield, WWE, New Day, WWE, Undisputed Era, NXT, the Elite, AEW, Bullet Club, New Japan, Imperium, NXT UK, Inner Circle, AEW, Chaos, New Japan, OBE, Impact, Suzuki Gun, New Japan, Villain Enterprises, ROH, The OC, WWE, Los Ingobernables of Japan and Mexico, New Japan and CMLO, SCU, AEW, Lifeblood, ROH, The Rascals of Impact, and my favorite, La Familia from Reality or Wrestling. So that's it right now. So, you know, get let's your get in, your please. votes in, please. Next week, next Friday is the cutoff date, and we'll announce the winners at that show. So, 
just be prepared, man. This is pretty interesting. This is a very interesting. I want to see what everybody's uh everybody's vote is because it, this is gonna be a difficult one, particularly with that fact. The last one with that faction. Oh my god, a lot has happened. This is a one. I will say this. This is a wonderful year. If you can't say anything else in 2019, this was a wonderful time to be a wrestling fan. Severely. Yeah, that's true. So, all right. Get so let's get to it. Before we do that, let's. Um, I want to actually give a shout out to Medwaka. Uh, it's actually custom shisha. So if you go to Medwaka.com, you'll be able to order your custom shisha. You'll be able to make it to your own liking. They have different different things. They have different things that you can order it from. So. Let me just pull it up so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. So if you want to do custom, if you're a, a big fanatic of making custom shisha, you can actually make it, make your own, um, make your own stuff from it. So, hold on, give me one quick second, I'm pulling it up right now. So here's how it works. You go to Medwalk, Med, Medwalk, sorry, I said it wrong, Medwalk.com, and you act, go to the menu and enter Custom Shisha. So Custom Shisha, you're able to go for it, and then you're able to choose either a 250 gram or a 1,000 gram, which is a kilo. Um, you're able to choose the tobacco type, which is Bomb Virginia, Virginia Gold, American Virginia, and Burley. You can choose multiple ones and then tell them exactly um, how much percentage. You can choose the percentage that you want, in this case, I chose American Virginia and Burley 50-50. Um, you can tell the type of shisha cut. I chose the ultra fine cut. You could add in doka. Um, you could do the normal doka, or for an extra dollar, you could do heavy doka, which basically adds a little bit more of a kick to the to your shisha. Um, you could do the casing, which is the basically the type that the how the flavor is sealed. You could do organic honey, natural sweetener, molasses, or blackstrap. Um, you could do the treatment, which will. Um, basically how they treat it how they actually wash it and stuff like that um wash it could it appears darker unwashed just gives you the normal consistency of the of the tobacco leaf um the consistency is either wet dry or very or very wet um the flavor intensity if you want it extra strong if you want to actually have that kick too apart from the bloca you can do that for an extra two dollars you choose the flavors as far as flavors you can choose um, you can choose how much you want and how much you want at what percentage as long as it hits 100 and you can do your custom name. In this instance, I did Fire Mint Peach, which is basically the fire cured, cured tobacco, mint, mint tobacco, and a peach tobacco combined. So they send it to you in a little custom thing and they actually put your name, the name of the mix that you want on there. Right now they have a special. It's $10 for 250 grams. So if you want it, if you want to order it, go ahead and go to Medwalk, M-E-D. W A K H dot com and order it. So and at fifty grand, that means if you want that beautiful smoke, or you want to taste nothing but flavor, go ahead on and get it. Go ahead on. Ow. <laughs> Ow. Let's so, see. So, Let's so yeah. See that. Yeah. Woo. Let's see that. Well, of course, with the shipping and handling, it's about twenty bucks. So. It's not bad. It was yeah, a good. It's a good investment. Deal. It's a good investment. So you saving money. You saving money on flavors. It yeah. actually comes in and it has a decent amount. So. All right. So let's get, let's to, get it. to it. Raw yeah. recap. Yeah. Oh man. So well. What'd you think? Raw was actually. Unfortunately, it was the lowest. The lowest viewer viewed show this year, of of the year that they yeah. had. Yeah, they they you, they ranked at the lower half of their of the, of the raw seemed, itself. It didn't seem like it was action packed, but people weren't looking at it, unfortunately. Oh man! Yeah, uh, let's talk about what happened. Rollins delivers a message to Mysterio, so I I'm interested to see exactly what AOP and Rollins do. Right. Um, it's it's and it's hella interesting how they came together. This new faction that they have. I'm, I'm and I'm still kind of lost on how this whole thing, how they even like I said, I'm still kind of lost on how they even came together. I mean, one minute you see the AOP, I mean, you know, they beating up people in the ring, leaving Seth Rollins by himself. They were beating up on Kevin Owens. Then the next night, Kevin Owens knocking out got got the little stick thing, knocking on knocking out the van where uh, Seth Rollins was. AOP come and beat him down. Next thing you know, he comes in the ring this week. 
and starts beating up on Ravens. Well, he did that last. So he did that. So just just to recap, right? So there, there. Kevin Owens has always had that 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 hunch that um, Seth Rollins was was basically the leader of the new leader of AOP. Right. So to prove it, he went and tried to find them and try to go from there. Um, come find out, he is the new leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and basically, he's ba- basically Seth Rollins' heel turn was something that I really did like. I like how they did it um, because he's playing off of everything that with Twitter, everything going on on Twitter, the way he talked to people after Survivor Series, it all fits into that to that stuff. So um, I want to see more, more of this. Cause and so, and so, so the way they beat down Mysterio also was because Mysterio gave Kevin Owens last week the pipe. To try to beat up AOP and, well, before it was just AOP. Correct. So, they basically got revenge on that. So, that's the reason why he had that, why they went for Mysterio this week. Exactly. But, overall, I'm interested to see how he's going to manage this faction. I mean, this in several hours manage this faction with AOP. I mean, AOP, those some big boys, Elijah. Oh yeah, they're oh, those big boys. and they're really talented in the ring. Unfortunately, they've been out this week, that, well, this year, and on injuries. So that's one of the things that kind of like put them on the uh, put them on the put them on the actual um, on on the sidelines this year. So the boys is ready to rock and roll. We could see, we could be, we could see some new sheriffs in town as far as the tag team division at AOP next year in tw- come 2020. Yeah, I, 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 I'm football. actually excited to see AOP back on the on the main roster. Um, the rivalry that's heating up, though, in my opinion, is actually uh-huh. um, the OC versus Viking Raiders. <laughs> so, I want to talk about that. So, I like that so this like week, it. so this week, the OC got the victory over the Viking Raiders. But it was a decent match, Elijah. The, I, that's the thing. Viking Raiders are good in the ring. And the OC has always always been good. But here's the situation. This is what I liked about that match. We're so used to seeing always antagonists versus protagonists in this match. This is the first time I've actually seen a match where it was both antagonists, but it was just a decent match. But actually, here's the interesting part. Okay. The Viking Raiders are the faces in this one. Really? Yeah. No, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm calling it. It's going to be a rematch between those two. Oh, no. Most it. definitely. It's already, oh, we're like, already seeing like a rematch that. between both of them eventually. And with the uh, Viking Raiders, do you see their athleticism in them? Oh, my God. So, they work well together. So, I, I think it's Eric. Yeah, Eric or Raymond Rowe. So, I, I told you this a couple of weeks ago. Raymond Rowe, actually, I've seen him wrestle since 2014, 2015. Was he at? He was actually at, he was actually at um, Lone Star Wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um and he was there Lone Star Wrestling. He was a couple of other indies, uh, Beaumont, and Beaumont and Houston. Um, and then he went to Japan. Okay. So going to Japan, that's where him and uh, I, I Bar got together, and they were um the War Machine. So War Machine did really good in in New Japan, and they won tag team titles. They actually were some of the best best crew out there. Once they got to um once they got to NXT, they dominated there as well. So I mean, seeing I seeing Eric and uh, Eric on the main roster is actually fuck that. Seeing Ray Rowe uh, on the on the ring roster right. <laughs> is one of my favorite things to see because I I, 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 I I him and Keith Lee. So interesting in love. I was there when Shane Taylor and um, Keith Lee teamed up to face uh, Ray Rowe and um, and what's his name um, Hernandez. Um, at uh, Busting for Autism, that match was hard hitting. It was bad, pretty badass. And I was there to see one of um, Ray Rose's last matches in the Indies here in Texas when he went against Shane Taylor. That match was a slobber knocker. And you can see his performance moving on to the main roster. You see that performance that you were looking at all of these years. You the the professionalism, the the uh, the in ring in ring technique that they have. Yes. It's like there. You could tell that this like and and and, and Ray's story is actually like Raymond actually is a, a a true life Viking. So him and his wife are true life Vikings. They do this. They're the Viking. It's not just a gimmick. It's their way, it's, of, it's life. Their way of life. So every year, I I I I I think they've been doing this every year. But every year, they at least try to come down here for the Ren Fest in, in Houston. Yeah, the Renaissance Fest. So they try to go there every year and try to just show up and do their biking thing there. You think they might do a match at the Renaissance Fest? No. 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 
Never say never. No, WWE. No. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be interesting, but no. No, no, I mean, it wouldn't fit in with the Renaissance stuff, so. Um, But, I mean, for what they do, they enjoy just being normal people there. Nobody, like, really bothers them. They know who he is, but, you know, they let them enjoy it. And that's one thing that I appreciate about the Ren Fair, that you got people, you got famous people that go to the Ren Fair every year. And it's not just famous people. You got people all over the world of guys coming to the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, but think about it like this. The Miz, the, the Miz actually did a um, episode of Miz and Mrs. at the Ren Fair. Yeah, if you watch Miz and Mrs., they did, when they were living in Austin, they right. actually drove right. down to Houston, well, down to Magnolia, right. and, Magnolia. And, and went to the Ren Fair. It was probably closed. They, you know, they didn't do it while there were people there, but they probably they they did it. You know, That's not, that so. All right, back to match. Raw. Mm-hmm. Next match: Eric Rowan defeats a a some non-competitive individual. <laughs> Have that an egg. A, that was just a. <laughs> that was just a squash, a squash match. Squash match. All right, so here's an interesting thing with this next one. Okay. As much as I hate. I hate, I let me not say hate because hate is a, a strong word, but as much as I dislike this storyline, this has to be, this yeah, this it's one of the most interesting, on YouTube is like probably like top 10 WWE most viewed fucking segments in the whole, uh, in the whole YouTube, like, it's interesting, but here's the thing, it's gotten Rusev over so much. I don't blame him. You see how Rusev, he all cut up and everything like Dude, that? Dude, Rusev done lost weight, done toned up, Did done you? everything. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, I was kind of... I was undercover trying to do some thirst traps, honestly. I, I don't blame him. Oh, I mean, oh, I, and, he, and here's the thing. Like, it's funny because you, like, the, 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 the difference between real life and actual, like, real life and actual storyline stuff right. kind of bl- blurs right now because they're... Playing it so well that you don't know exactly if they're actually together still or if this Lana and Bobby Lashley shit is real. You don't even so. know. But you know what? I will say that it's given it's given our uh, truth the R truth twenty four seven situation a run for its money though. Yeah, it really has. And here's a, and here's an interesting part about it. It's the it's the fact that it's so cringeworthy. But it's I think WWE is trying to. Hit that PG fourteen like they're trying, they're trying, they're trying to push, to push to that push it to the limit. See how far they got. Because think about it, since this storyline has started, you've seen people get massages. You've seen people the damn near in the bed together. You've seen all this shit, and then it's like you're like it's cringeworthy. Like Lana's performance when they did the divorce thing was so fucking. Bad. It, was, it was so. It wasn't it bad. Was so real. It, but it, a little bit. It, a little bit. But like the performance you did was a little bit over the top. But you're like, wow, wow. Like it still catches your attention. And as much as people like say, oh man, this shit sucks. But you're still but you're watching still it. it yeah, you're, you're just like. <laughs> um, but all right, so all right, moving forward. Moving forward. Uh, but oh wait, we didn't say that. Um, Bobby Lashley. I think Lana proposed to Lashley, and Lashley said yes. Or vice versa, I forgot who did it. Right. But uh, Lana, and, Lana and Lashley are engaged. And not this week's, but next week's episode of Raw, they're actually on the, the final episode of the year on the 30th. Mm-hmm. They're doing their wedding. Their wedding. Their, man, that was quick. Yeah. Usually, usually weddings take like months. And it's whatever. WWE. So this... It reminds me of the Triple H and Stephanie wedding. Actually, it, you know what it reminds me of? the um, It brings back memories of the AJ Lee Dolph Ziggler wedding, the uh, Edge Bicky Guerrero wedding. Oh, yeah, that. I like oh, that one. I still it, that one. It, it's going to be something interesting happened that um, day. Bruce had gone from Boston. Oh, of course you know that, but you're like, you're actually interested to see exactly what's going to happen. Um, but yeah, nonetheless, uh, moving on. Next so time. the gauntlet. The Featuring our truth of Kira Tozawa, Ricochet, Matt Hardy, and Humberto Carrillo R-Truth and Andrade. Our truth gets eliminated. Yep. Yeah. But that was, I mean, it was actually decent. I mean, Tozawa, you know. So, okay. So, Truth and Tozawa kicked it off. Tozawa pinned Truth. Um, and then he was chased from the ring. Um, truth was chased from the ring by the 24 7 people trying to get that. 
Ricochet came out and put on a solid match with him and Tozawa. Uh, Ricochet actually won and got the three count. Then Matt Hardy and him had an actual pretty, pretty nice match. Um, it was I can't even lie. Um, so, but uh, Ricochet still ended up winning the the that. At the last, at the last. Yeah. yeah. Then Carrillo came out. Um, they had a pretty some pretty good one, um, and Carrillo won, and then Andrade came and won the match. Well, there was no winner, but they said that um, Andrade had won the bout. Fair enough. So, my favorite, I think this is my favorite match, and I think this was the favorite match of people okay. um, of the day. Oscar versus Deanna Peraza. Yeah, Peraza. It was I, a decent It was, decent no, but match. here's the thing. I, me, I'm a big, I'm a big Deanna and Chelsea Green fan. Okay. Chelsea Green. Chelsea, Chelsea Green. Green. Chelsea Green. I'm a big Deanna Peraza fan. So when I saw her come out was pretty much one of the best awesome pe- moments of that. I, I've seen her go from being down in the Indies to where she's at today. Yeah, I see a and, lot going on with and her. And she's, she's a badass. Like, yeah, like she is freaking talented. She gave, she, it wasn't an easy win for Oscar. Obviously. And it was pretty good. Um, so that was pretty nice. Um, so they did the segment where, so then they we go next, and then, the they did, uh, then they did the Becca Lynch segment. Interview. I liked the interview. It basically put set up a president to Oscar versus Becky Lynch, probably at Royal Rumble. So we'll see what happens with that one. So Matt main event match, of the, I think it was a really good match back and excellent. forth. It was an excellent match. match. I, I, I like the match between Randy Orton and, Randy Orton AJ, and Styles. Uh, AJ Styles. So Randy Orton got the pin. After he, so the end sequence was pretty nice because they basically made it seem that he wasn't gonna get that get the um get the um RKO and with that messed up leg. Cause yeah, with, well, apart from home. well, apart from that, you know, they when they first tried it, you know, AJ Styles going for the for the flying forearm and he and he tricked them and then the second time that's when he got him. So I and then OC came out and oh. beat down. Um, beat down um, the uh, Brand New Order, and, and then the Viking Raiders came down, and then OC beat. basically beat everybody yeah, down and stood tall at the end of uh, at the end of the show. Overall, Raw was nice. On paper, it was nice, regardless of the of the on paper, it was still a decent episode. Yeah, for I mean, I expected a little bit more, but I take it for what it is. So yeah, all right, so let's. Let's hop on to NWA. So NWA actually has had a pretty good, um, a pretty good. If you haven't watched NWA Power, NWA Power is on YouTube. Um, you catch up with the episodes. They have all the episodes online where you could view them. Um, so they announced the return of the NWA TV title, television title. Um, they have a tournament of uh, that's going to happen within the next couple of weeks um, to actually um, crown the new champion. Crown the new champion. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually pulling it up so I could tell you who's going to be part of that tournament. Tournament, but interestingly enough, um, this week's um, this week's actually included a interview from somebody that you did not expect to see there. Who was that? Marty Scroll. So Marty Scroll's contract. Expect. I was unexpected. So Marty Scroll's contract actually is up with um, oh, Ring of Honor. Okay. So he appeared at. Um, NWA's Into the Fire pay-per-view the other day mm-hmm. um, and basically showed face and everything. Has he did the interview, they basically left his situation vague. We do know that he does want to face Nick Aldis for the NWA title, but he's not saying where he's going. Whether he's going to AW, whether he's sticking okay. with NWA, whether he's resigning with RRH, it nobody knows. Interesting enough, I am intrigued by this because Marty Scroll has been being teased in AEW or BTE, but there's no actual clear contact to see if they actually. 
particularly ba- with that contract being up. So basically. with with him being a free agent, right. you know WWE is gunning for him. You know, you know NWA is gunning for him. You know MLW is gunning him for him. Where do you see him at? Honestly, I think he's gonna stick with NWA. I don't see why not. I, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, unless WWE offer him that big money, or unless, or unless he decide, unless he did really decides to reunite with his the elite buddies, but there's no telling. Alright, so just quick recap. Um uh, No, um I'm I'm trying to basically put the who's gonna be on that title. Okay. Match. All right, so here's the here's the people that are going to be part of that tournament, TV television title tournament. Ricky Starks, Colt Cabana, Trevor Murdoch, Zach Dice, Thomas Latimer, question mark, Eddie Kingston, Tim Storm, Zane Dawson, Dave Dawson, and world champion Nick Aldis. So Nick Aldis is going for two titles. So he's going to be two, if he does win, he's going to be two title Nick. NWA on the come up with mm-hmm. this one. And guess who? And guess who came out to? Actually, um, who came out to actually announce the matches? Nikita Koloff. You heard that name in a Mm hmm. Daniel. Yeah. So the first matchup is going to be Ricky Starks versus Eddie Kingston. And then it's going to be Coke Banner versus the question mark. Those matches will start next Ooh, so week. So we try to figure out who Coke Banner is. Question mark. Question mark. It's a character called the question mark. So interestingly enough, the Eli Drake versus Ken Anderson match, um, Eli Drake wins against um, Ken Anderson. But here's the interesting part: a new, um, a new faction has come out. The Wild Cards and Camille actually um, have aligned themselves with Nick Galvez. I don't see that. I'm trying to see how it, that's going to play out. It's interesting enough, but let's NWA has a first happens. faction. Let's see how that work out. So That's unlikely, but okay. okay. Um, the only thing I can say about Impact, that the best thing that happened to it was Tessa Blanchard and Sammy Callahan. I'm in love, in, I'm in love with the storyline. I have a feeling Tessa will be the first woman Impact champion. And it's happening next year. I can see that. Just give it time. Let's just see what Impact does with it. That's all. I, I mean, I like, I like the direction. Deep. I like the direction that Impact is going with. Simply because, I mean, what we're gonna undo management now at this point. So they're actually doing pretty good. They're trying. To so make Impact has been. A, so Impact has been really has been on the con up this past year, um, with the addition of um, OBE. The Rascals, um, the North, all these new tag teams, all these new people. You have Brian Cage. You have uh, you have a pretty solid roster. Um, that all of them are working hard to put the best shows they can, and I respect that about them. Um, I like the the direction that Impact is taking, and that, that they're going. Twenty twenty is going to be a good year for Impact, and I, I as much as people hate intergender wrestling. Impact is a impact is a, an exception. Wrong, wrong I mean, no, but there there's people that really don't like it um, because of the fact that it's a man versus a woman. But beyond that, okay, I think here's the deal, though. I mean, you start to see just a you start to see just a little bit of it, just a tiny pitch of it in WWE. With you know, so what's to say that you know WWE might mess around and continue and try to. Well, WWE, but WWE already does it with the inner, with saying. the with the mix max challenge, but right. they don't. They kind of blur the lines. Um, the blinds were kind of thrown away at Royal Rumble when Nia Jax and got Nia involved. Nia Jackson with the so art when she got was that super kick, then RKO, yeah. and then they got the six one nine. The six one nine, yeah, yeah. So it. it, it Speaking of, we ain't seen Nia Jax. Nia Jax actually out on injury. She oh. had double knee surgery. Got Yeah, so she might not be back to probably Royal Rumble or probably after before WrestleMania or after WrestleMania. So we'll see. Um, all right. Wednesday <laughs> night wars. <laughs> all right. Dun dun dun. 
Before that, <laughs> all right, let's give a shout out to our boys at the hookah community. Uh, shout out to the boys at Hookah University. Shout out to our boys at THL. Shout out to Hookah John. Shout out to Texas Hookah, our boys at Texas Hookah, Texas, Texas Hookah Lounge. Um, shout out to the uh, Five Star Hookah Junkie, uh, five, South Smoke, uh, Hookah Dash Shisha. Shout out to everybody. If you're um, Here's one thing I do want to say. If you're in California, um, California has recently done a, um, has done a lot, unfortunately, to try to ban flavored tobacco, which includes hookah. Um, so if you're um, in California, please join the fight to try to prevent this from happening. Um, LA already passed a ban on it, um, but they're hoping to actually get that repealed. Get that repealed. Uh, um, they're also fighting to get, um, they're, they're trying to do San Diego, they're trying to do Irvine. So the, the fight will continue, but I, I mean... To be honest, they're trying to make a case about these kids with the uh, with the babes and stuff like that. You know, when it comes down to it, you know the parents are should be should be held responsible for the children doing this shit. Exactly, it, and also here at Who Can Wrestling Podcast, we do. I mean, we do want you to know. You know, we want you to smoke responsibly. And honestly, we're obviously we're against teen smoking. Babies. If you're not 21, don't smoke. Do not smoke. That, that's one thing that I can say. Um, yes. That if you're not of age to actually smoke, the, the smoking age has been turned up to 21. So if you're not, if you're under 21, please don't smoke. Exactly. Uh, it's something that you know. I understand that you being young because we were both at we're that both age young. at one point, and we, you know, let's be real, we all tried it. But tried at the end of the day, yeah, it, it's more about you know seeing these kids just do responsible stuff. In my opinion. California being that they have legalized weed that's for recreational, what I was, that's what I was getting. It, it's kind of it's kind of ass backwards because you like you let them smoke, you let people smoke well, weed, man. but now you're trying to crack you, down on no, flavored tobacco on vapes. But you don't crack down on cigarettes and cigars neither. Exactly. But I'm thinking that's just the big companies, the cigarette companies, trying to block all that stuff because they're seeing their loss. They're their saying that it's, loss. Just, it's about the by the end of the day, it's it, about, it's about, about the, money, the, the so, money. Exactly. But regardless of that, support the um, support. There's the hook chamber. Uh, the hook chamber that's out there that's trying to fight for it. So cool. shout out to them boys. Hope y'all hope we can win this one. I here at Hook and Rest Podcast we support y'all all the way. So you know just one put that out there. Exactly. All right, let's get back to it. Um, Wednesday start? Night War. NXT. You want to start with AEW? Let's start with NXT because we're, we're gonna get into AEW and that's gonna be a little interesting one when we get into AEW. Gotcha. Let's do all it. right, so NXT starts off with Balor and um Balor and uh, Adam, Adam Cole, Cole for the NXT Championship. Solid match. I give it a. I, I'm gonna give it a A minus. I'm gonna give it an A minus though. I love the ending though. The fact that Johnny Gargano came back and got his revenge on on Finn Balor was expected, but I did not expect him to come back today. Yeah, but overall, but like I said, overall it was actually a decent match, and the fact that Adam Cole was able to uh uh retain the uh, NXT Championship. Now I've been seeing a lot of things as far with Finn Balor though. I mean, I like. I mean, it's a plus. That he's with, you know, that he went to, went back to NXT, which is fine. But I'm start, but I promise you, you know, with the whole thing with Bray Wyatt, you know, getting his little uh push right now in the WWE, I see Finn Balor in a Bray Wyatt rematch. I'm, I'm I, even, I eventually, I'm but at this point, I like where they're half Finn Balor, where they're placing him. Um, the fact that he lost cleanly was actually was actually predicted, and I I I, I like the way that Triple H is running it. I like I mean, and, I, and I the way no and and the fact that he lost, but we know why he lost because it turns into the storyline that he started. Right, he took out Johnny Gargano. Correct, Johnny Gargano cost him the match. Right, but so. I'm just saying. But I want to see. But I like how the fact how they how they utilize Finn Balor in NXT. But I, but we've known Finn Balor long enough to know we know he can do a lot more than than what he's doing right now in NXT. I want to. I mean, more, I, I, I think see I, more of that demon. Finn Balor when he comes I, I, th- I think I think at this point it's a good it's a good thing what they're doing. I, I like the steady the, the rhythm that they have everything going with Finn Balor's push. Right. They're not pushing him. They're not they're not forcing him on everybody. And matter of fact, when you think about it, the lies. And I will say this though, I like how Finn Balor is giving some of these people in NXT a exactly. Push. That's what I'm. So I do respect that, but I'm just right. saying. As so let's as... let's continue. Okay. So all right. So NXT pops off with that. Um, right. Let's pull the recap. Killian Dane. Killian Dane versus Damian Priest. Priest. A solid match. Damian Priest got the got the win. Solid match. Both good competitors showed the versatility of both of them. Um, all right. Let's go on. Kushida. Kushida versus Cameron Grimes. 
Actually, that one was a pretty <laughs> interesting match for it to I be over. For the one. for it to be over a hat, <laughs> they put on a solid match. I cannot complain about that one. I liked it. Um, it was a good solid match. It it's you know what's funny is that NXT has had solid matches regardless. Um, I mean, there's nothing to complain about about NXT. They they're always going to put in work. Dusty Rhodes Classic is coming back in 2020. So we're about to see the revi- the, re- the the revival of the NXT Tag Team Division. Uh-huh. The Dusty Rose mm-hmm. You know that's kind of interesting, right? Because no, Dusty but Rose it's is- not interesting because NXT has always done that. Right. And 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 yes, I know where you're going with this, Go but it. here's the thing: even Cody and Dustin have both said it. They owe a lot to WWE, of course, and it not just because of the opportunity they gave them. But the way they took, care, took of Dusty, care of Dusty, Dusty yeah. till he he passed away. So so the way that they're paying tribute to him by having this annual classic, it's a good way to keep his legacy alive. The way that they're still keeping his legacy alive right. in the performance center is awesome. So I like, and I was getting to that, and I, I respect that about WWE. Even with Cody and Dusty being at AEW, still saying, "Hey, we still respect your father," so we still. But it, but that's that. like you know, Dusty and um, Dusty. And his kids are separate. Right. You know, they try to do stuff. You know, Cody and Dustin are trying to keep his father's legacy alive their way. Exactly. And it, WWE is doing it their way to keep Dusty's legacy alive as well. So um, ultimately, just you know, with the American Dream, Dusty Rose, you know, he's a good, he's a, he's a, a stamp in wrestling. If you think about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the teams will be announced on the New Year's Day edition of NXT. So we'll see who's going to be there. All right. Cameron Grimes defeat Kushida. Good match. Io Shirai defeat Santana Garrett. Solid match for what it was. I love seeing Santana Garrett on NXT oh TV. Io Shirai. Jeez, so, Jeez. so Io Shirai did get a little bit of uh, some racist ass motherfucker. Um, somebody yelled out, go back to China. And in her fashion, she said, I'm Japanese, bitch. <laughs> and did a split. <laughs> that, that that was that was interesting. But that I, I really feel that people need to stop Stop trying to, I guess, troll these wrestlers like that because, you know, I get that you're trying to troll, but there's a limit to it. Don't, don't, don't do that. Um, so another good match that actually set up for Royal Rumble weekend: Pete Dunne versus Travis Banks, which setting up for Worlds Collide tournament, um, or not tournament, but Worlds Collide pay per view, which is which puts NXT US versus NXT UK, which is going to be interesting. Well, that's gonna it's gonna be. Nice. I, I it. I'm excited for Worlds Collide, and I'm gonna try to make it there. I'm gonna try to actually go to Worlds Collide, so we'll see what happens. <laughs> I'll be. Um, it, it's gonna be interesting. So, um, and also Dakota Kai was interviewed by Kathy Kelly. Basically, she revealed that she had a staples in the head from being put through a table by Mia Yim. This Mia Yim Dakota Kai rivalry is heating up, but we're still forgetting that there's another person that Dakota Kai. Um, uh, betrayed yeah. Tegan Knox. Ooh, yeah. So once Tegan Knox comes okay. into the mix, it's gonna be interesting. Um, man, so that was NXT in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I think one more, sir. No. Oh yeah. Shayna oh wait. Ooh. Ooh. I'm about to say. Forgot Shayna about Vase. the main event of the night. Exactly. Shayna Baszler versus Rhea Ripley. Come on now. All right. The so we days. we have a new NXT Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, from a match wow. that actually was I would like to say a five star match. A plus plus Elias. So the Come way I I love the way that this match played out from the start. They put the odds against her when the other two horsewomen came out. Right. They took her out, well, took her arm her out, head, injured her, her arm and everything, and she still came back. She came back from the sleeper. The best part of the match that built up that moment to the end was when she looked about to go down. She grabbed the ref and pulled them. Oh, my God. <laughs> and just, like, literally the look in her face was just like, oh. <laughs> She's about to kick some ass. Ooh. That was Ripley. You deserve that. I, but I, I love the way they built her up in the past couple of months. Um, they built her up by having big wins against main roster girls. Mm-hmm. The win, and there's nothing, to, and it's nothing, to, it's, and it's not a knock to Shayna Baszler because 
I see Shayna Baszler. I mean, she's been putting in work for the past couple of months. So no, there's nothing to take away from Shayna Baszler. Not at all. Shayna Baszler has been. Shayna Baszler has been the top female superstar of NXT. Especially for her to get from MMA too. Yeah, I mean she's done wonderful shit at NXT. For her to go out there at Survivor Series and first do the um the War Games match, right? Then like go that. back out there and do Survivor Series. All I mean, oh. badass straight up. Congratulations to Rhea Ripley. I'm excited to see what's gonna happen next. I know we're gonna get a rematch. Uh, it and be a rematch, man. I, I'm expecting to see good things from them. So let's talk about all right. So we we officially finished with NXT. Right. Let's, let's talk about AEW. Come on now. We got a lot to discuss about AEW. So the heel turn from Adam Page is actually starting to be set. You had the Lucha Bros defeat Kenny Omega and um, Adam Page. Talk about that match. So that one was actually a decent match. I'm gonna have to toss. I'm gonna have to. Do, I mean, yes, it was on paper. It was actually. It was a good match. It was just a little bit to me. It was a little bit of. How can I put this? A little bit of stall moments, if you will, in that match. A little bit. We'll, we'll, when you, when you we'll, look at the we'll talk. We'll talk more about that because there's there's some stuff that we talked about before oh, yeah. this. Okay, but so, overall, the yeah, the uh, Kenny Omega Adam. Um, Kenny Omega uh, versus uh, Adam. Was it Adam? I'm sorry, Adam Page. I keep Kenny. Adam Kenny Omega and Adam Page Adam versus, Page, Adam the Page Lucha versus Lucha Brothers. Like I say, overall, it was it was a decent match. It was actually a decent match from start to finish. Um, to me, I mean, couple couple of things. I mean, it's AEW, so a couple of things you just got to work on. But for the most part, I did like that tag team match. Though. So apart from that, after the match, um, Pop came on the screen and Correct. walked into Michael Nakazawa's room. And I guess attacked him. I don't know what happened. What was his name in WWE? I forgot. Oh, wait, Pac? Pac. Neville. Neville. Thank you, Neville. Thank you. Oh, his name Neville. Shoot. <laughs> um. So has Omega got backstage? The our Lucha Bros attacked him, attack him and left him there. Um. Interestingly enough, Darby Darby Allen and Cody defeated the Butcher and the Blade and the via pinfall. That was, they were um, actually a decent tag team. I like it was, and, and I, I actually enjoy seeing Cody get a win um, on that one. They de- demolished their ass the week before, so it's a good comeback victory. But I, but I do like, but not not to put anything, not to uh, knock off Butcher and the Blade, though. That's actually, actually uh, I like the little tag team. Yeah, no, I enjoy it, especially with, um, especially with Ali has their um, yeah, ballet. Yeah. I love it. Um, Austin Kong defeated um, Miranda Lease. Uh, I, I it's a squash match, but I enjoy seeing Miranda on TV. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it, it, hey, exactly. go Miranda! <laughs> exactly. Um. All right, Jungle Boy lasted the ten minutes with Chris Jericho. That match. I give it a sock. It was pretty decent. I mean, I give it a solid. I give. It I mean, solid it was solid, and it, was it, a solid match. and and it was a solid match, and Not it actually put, for it, and it actually put Jungle Boy over, and I and I like that. Um, he lasted the last the last ninety seconds. He got put into the line tamer, right? So you know, it lasted. Um, Jericho's still waiting to see if John Moxley's going to join the inner circle, and said that had a big surprise for him on the January first edition of um, Dynamite. Um. The um, let me see here. Chris Sandler defeated Britt Baker for the number one contendership for the women's championship. Um, I like the fact that they're going with Chris Sandler, but I still feel that Britt Baker needs to be put in that spotlight. Um, I can see that. I I I feel that they're the women's division in AEW. We'll talk more about it, but I feel we'll like about that later. They're, they're underusing the talent in the women's division. We'll get to that. Like, we'll get um, to that later. The uh, SCU, SCU defeated the, the Young, Young Bucks. Bucks, and this is where we're gonna get into the um, um into, it, it, into what we we talked about earlier. So after SCU and the Young Bucks finished, um, the um, what was that? What's the name of them? The Dark Order, the Dark Order uh, yeah. basically came in there and molly whopped everybody. Um, molly whopped uh, the, the, the Young Bucks, yes. SEU, and then, you know, Cody and um, Dustin came in. They got demolished. And then, um, and then 
Kenny Omega came out and he got demolished as well. Um, anticlimactic ending. Um, interestingly enough, um, we heard a clip on um, it's on the Who Can Risk podcast uh, Facebook page, but um, Dave Melster, who's a you know known has a big AEW critic. Correct. I mean, not critic, but supporter. Mm-hmm. Um, pro AEW um, basically said that he felt that AEW is at a tipping point. Yeah. Um, the finish of this show felt anticlimactic, and you know, right. for them, no, like nobody really like cared about the Dark Order, so it was like, like, I guess the best way to break it down, he's like, he understands the need to put over these young people or these unknown wrestlers, right? But there has to be a point where the top stars need to look out for themselves as well. Correct. And that's where it feels that, you know, I mean, watching AEW Wednesday at the end felt like an episode of Nitro Nitro before, you know, they they went down. down. Well, they were already going down the toilet, toilet. but it felt like a bad episode of of Nitro. Um, I mean, and this is just my opinion on it. I mean, with AEW, I mean, we can't really knock too much off right now with AEW. Remember, they just showed up. Now, I do agree with him to this aspect. There needs, there's, I mean, granted, there's a lot of, you know, leak plug, plug, leaks that need to be plugged in as far as, you know, not just, I mean, gr- granted, the matches, for the most part, are solid. You know, with Kenny Omega, Young, Kenny Omega, Young Bucks, you know, the inner circle, all that stuff. But the thing about it is, during, like, even like, but even after the matches, you have all of these uh, holy shit moments that come on, you know, with people fighting backstage in the ring and everything like that. There has to be a point where, you know, where is this going? And that's, I think, what the and, damn master was, and, master and, was talking about. And, and I, think, I think what sucks and it, 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 that people don't, people are, like, getting turned off from AW right. um, because they don't really have a point at Dynamite to show their storylines. Right. And and, 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 and and what they do... Uh-huh. Is that they show the storylines, but they show them in AEW Dark or at being the Elite. So you have to keep up with three things in order to understand what's going on. Two things extra uh, to understand what's going on on Dynamite. Correct. And you know he said it the best. He's like, you need to have somebody like Hulk Hogan that take one of them has to step up, not be like Hulk Hogan, but right. be that person that says, hey. I'm going to be the top star. It can't just be Jericho. Right. And, like, the way he put it, he's like, when AEW started, everybody was like, all right, we have this alternative. Right. Yes, you have your brainwashed or you have your solid fan base, but if you're trying to get a new fan base, let's be honest. He said it best. NXT is what everybody wishes AEW was like. Correct. And that's that's where And I think that's where I'm and I think right there that's where that's where I'm getting at. Now listen, I don't expect AEW to be just oh my god, the most rare show in all time. It's better than WWE, it's better than NXT. Remember, they just showed up. NXT yeah, but it's the age for damn near what years now. Yeah, but you think know? but think about it like this. The way that they came in it, the way that they have done stuff. Right. They the I mean, let's be real, like the shots that they take at WWE, right. the shots that they do, the fun they make of WWE you expect them to have a better product than what they have. Let me ask you uh, a question. And and to me, it's like okay, for for a company to do stuff like that, you know, it kind of makes you feel like okay, you're just investing in the people that already follow you. Right. But if you're gonna, if your brand is gonna contribute you to grow, grow, you have to expand and actually reach out to the other 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 um, the other fans, right? Let me and, ask you a um, and this is just an honest. And this is just, just, just off the off, no right or wrong answer. Do you think we expect too much from AEW? I think, in a sense, we do because of the fact that they did all in, right. and then that the way that they came in, just running right. and, and trying. Gr- but granted, they hit the ground running. Can we say that? Yeah, they did. And but here's the thing: when you look at it in retrospect. You you think you you kind of set the standard for them that you want them to do this this and that. Right. Given they're a growing company, Correct. there's going to be stuff they need to work on. Correct. Twenty twenty is going to be a real test for them because 
right. I give it to I them. I agree with that. I, I give it to them because they sold out Revolution today. But when you look at their at their shows, Corpus was about halfway empty. Um, Dallas was 75% full. Um, the other past couple of... They went to Chicago. Chicago wasn't full. They right. went to different things and it still hasn't... The crowd hasn't been there. Yes, they have been beating NXT in the ratings. In the ratings, wise, but when you look at when you look, at, you when you you look actually go there. But it, but it's not even that. When you look at it, they did surveys. So when you look at NXT people, you ask them, "Do you tune into AEW?" No. But when you ask AEW people, "Do you tune into NXT?" Any chance they get, they do turn into NXT and they stick with NXT. So, this week, NXT beat, um, beat AEW in the ratings by, no, there was about 100,000. I, I think it was last Monday. Last, last Monday was, no, they were tied last they week. Tied last so, this week, they NXT beat them and beat them in the demographics, too. So, the way that they're carrying the storylines, the way they're doing things on the show, is starting to portray in their ratings. So, they'll catch up. It was going to catch up, but what they need to focus on twenty, like I said, twenty twenty is going to be a test for AEW right. to keep their to keep their audience, expand their audience, and to continue to prove that they're not just you know. They're if there just, was a key factor that they really do need to work on, what would it be? The key factor you think of, so just on eye, just eyeball wise. I when think you look at the show. When you look at the show, the matches are solid. Right. You can't say. I mean, they need to focus on the women's division. They need to grow that, and they need to give the right people the right chances. Um, they need to find somebody who's going to dethrone Chris Jericho. At the beginning, they, you know, they were building. People were thinking that the company was going to run, was going to grow around Kenny Omega. That Kenny Omega was going to be the top star of AEW. But he can't just be but, the top well, star. N- well, I understand that, but when you look at it, Kenny Omega was set to be the golden boy of AEW. Because when it started, it was just Cody and the Young Bucks. And people were really thinking, like, well, what's going to happen with Kenny? Once he left New Japan, he got an offer from WWE, got an offer from New Japan to stay, got an offer from different companies, Correct. and Correct. he decided to go with AEW. So people were like, all right, Kenny May is going to be the top star. But then he just kept getting beat. He kept the storylines, he kept putting in. It's kind of weird. So you just don't really know what they're doing with him. So if I think my my best recommendation for AEW next year, just to be more clear on the storylines, yes, introduce the people, yes. introduce the people that they don't people don't know, right. and just focus on the women's vision and just stop trying to compete with WWE. Because because you keep saying that you're not, but you really are. But, you but really when you are, when you, you say you're not, shots. when you think about it like this. When you when you say that you're not, mm-hmm. but then you throw out a commercial saying NXT Barry, I'm mean, AEW Barry's W A A NXT AEW blah 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 NXT. Right you stay know, in your lane. stay in your lane. And Jr. said it best before everything took off. If you try to be like WWE, if you try to emulate WWE, you're going to see WWE in the rear mirror in the from their eight NXT. You're going to be seeing NXTs dust from exactly. your from you mirror so the best thing to say is for aw to worry about aw nxt doesn't really throw shots at any at aw but bit. if they do i mean think about it like this <clears throat> a nxt to put on fat balor versus um versus and adam cole with no commercials Couple of minutes or a couple of hours later, and AEW announces the uh, Lucha Bros versus Kenny Omega and Adam Adam Page, and no commercials. You're competing. You're competing. Like you're trying to do. Return yeah. Fire. Come on, man. But here's the thing. Here's one thing that AEW's been doing right that they got from WWE or kind of got from WWE when they go to commercials. You, they don't go to commercials. They put the match right on the corner and they the let the corner, commercials let the pass. Commercial run, but that's something that Raw does. Something that SmackDown does. NXT does. Yeah, so you know stuff like that. I think 
like I said, AEW just needs to worry about AEW. And honestly, with AEW, and this is just my opinion, you have to be more creative as far as if you're going to do like those backstage screen type storylines, whatever the case may be. Case in point, the whole Kenny Omega trying to run after his friend after uh, Pac. Pac, you know, close and shut the door in the locker room with him and such. And then well, Kenny Omega gets uh, beat up by the Lucha Brothers. If and then Adam Adam Page came out Adam Page came out there to say it was just like they were just standing there and he was like shooting them talking about keep back keep back I'm just like you know in real life they would have kept in real life this was the real life you situation. got your ass whooped. we got your ass whooped, regardless of who and, and that's and that's the thing with um with the, like you see like I hate nitpicking but I'm the type of person that nitpicks I mean there's nothing wrong with and, nitpicking and, you just and, uh, it's, it's, it's stuff that's just obvious when you look at AEW you could tell when the spots are gonna happen you I mean same shit with WWE like right. was that after um, TLC you you saw the wrestlers getting together you know be, whole, yeah, before yeah. before right. Roman Reigns speared Corbin into them. Like, but that's, you know. But it was awesome, though. And, and here's the best part. They didn't sit here and overuse that every single time. Yeah. Whereas AEW. I, I've seen too many Canadian destroyers on AEW. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's, it's too many. It's too many. That's what I'm saying. Going back to what I was saying earlier. It's too many. Holy shit moments. Holy shit. And we were talking about this months ago. I'm sorry, weeks ago. When we was like, eventually it's going to get to a point of, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. Like. When and even Mess Meltzer said it, like he was like, in in a way he put it, the way he put it, it was like, you have the main top stars sacrificing themselves too much to put over right. the other uh, rest of the talent. At some point, it's kind of like driving away from the storyline. Not even that. At the, some point, you have the top stars, right? Which is the elite, SEU, mm-hmm. have to really think about it and be like. We have to get some glory ourselves. Right. While they're trying to build up their roster and try to build up their stars, you get you you're having Cody get his ass whooped every week. Exactly. And then the, the league gets their asses whooped so much. When are they getting revenge? I don't. I haven't seen them get full revenge on on the whole elite get revenge on Inner Circle. I haven't seen. I don't know what's gonna happen with this shit with the Dark Order. Like you like what's gonna happen, like. I mean, this is what I'm saying. It's not. It, it feels like. It feels like, particularly this episode. It felt like it was no sense of direction. It felt like an indie show, right. and that's what it. What the feeling of AEW is. It's a, a full fledged indie show, and when it when that's they just start when much they broadcast. yeah I mean but when they stop thinking that way and start doing. AEW start, you know, doing shit right. Like start worrying about their people start worrying about doing their stuff right then they'll they'll be fine i mean they're like like i said i'm not taking nothing away from the matches no the matches are awesome they are i, I feel not, i and, 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 and i feel that there's too many too many the same spots you see every time correct um which you know it eh. So I mean remember remember when we, when we first started talking about AEW you got to remember our whole goal with AEW was this. It's a nostalgia from what happened back in the day. But I'm not but what I'm saying is don't sit here and also make the same mistakes that got WCW NW whatever going down the toilet. Do the stuff that you knew for a fact that we came to see. Decent matches. Uh, uh bring back the nostalgia stuff that you know for a fact that veered away from WWE, which made the actual be a wonderful fact. Like I said, going back to being a wonderful being a a fan of wrestling, whereas back in the day. Now, granted, now at the same time, you still have to grow your audience, which means you still have to have some sort of creativity to say, "Hey, this is what we're doing different. This is what sets us apart from WWE." Okay. Now, obviously, like you said in the beginning, like we said, you're not trying to compete with WWE, but look at what you're doing. You sit. I, I, something made me laugh though. Go for it. Um, <laughs> there was a interview that Cody did. Um, I, I forgot where he did the interview, but he said that, you know, in, in a sense, he was, like, kind of placing the blame on WWE fans on what? being against AEW. But, like, it feels, I mean, let's be real. AEW fans have, you have AEW fans that want to see WWE fail. And, 
and WWE fans really don't give a shit about AEW. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, when you look at the demographics and you look at the service that have been big, done, and I just give a grab as we just look at the big picture. Obviously, you obviously you're gonna have those WWE fans that's gonna <coughs> tune in. Well, I mean, let, 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 ain't doing nothing. I'm gonna go bust up here and see what's going on. Well, let, let's be real. Like you do have those WWE fans that want AEW to fail. It's that's normal. Anybody that want goes against WWE, you're like, who are you? But he said it. He's like, I I can go into and this is what what was amazing to me. He was like, I think I can go up to Triple H and be friendly with him and give him a hug, talk it out. <clears throat> I know for a fact that regardless of what roster the people are in, the wrestlers it's a brotherhood. So, regardless, you could have freaking people in WWE and they probably go down to AEW and still kick it with them. Right. You could get. My thing is, I see that right now, honestly. So, it's just like, you know. I mean, think about it. Britt Baker, Britt Baker is dating. Um, Britt Baker is dating Adam Cole. Then you have. Um, then you have, you know, Brandy. Brandy and Cody are best friends with The Miz, right. uh, with uh, Zack Ryder, um, and Johnny Mundo. Right. Oh yeah, Johnny Mundo has returned to WWE as well. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> hold on, hold on. John Morrison. John Morrison. John Morrison. John Morrison has officially signed back with WWE. I don't know when he's coming back. He might be yeah, back Royal that. Rumble. He might be back sooner. Uh, who knows? He and might then, be in NXT. I don't know. And then Edge signing a contract. Yeah, that's a rumor. Leave that's, it as it is. You don't leave it as it is. Yeah. Ain't gonna confirm rumors. So, we just say rumors to us confirmed, but. Oh, that was just pretty interesting. Yeah, there's a rumor out there that Edge has signed to actually get back in the ring, ring. but there's no um, actual confirmed Especially thing on that one. Especially with the health check on his neck and everything like that, because he still got to get cleared from the health from the uh, medical staff. So I don't there's, see how that's uh, no. He actually got cleared to do physical oh, got, action. Oh, he got cleared. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because I thought they was he still because he was going after as far as the stem cells such. And trying to get surgery because he's particularly he was trying to do something in five. So years. a lot, a lot of a lot of people, a lot of wrestlers, older wrestlers, right. have been going to um, Venezuela, I think, uh-huh. or Colombia. No, Colombia, or they've been going somewhere down there in South America to get stem cells. Stem cells. Brian Case, one of them. RBD was one of them. I think Rey Mysterio Ooh. and um, and. Um, no, it's Stone Cold, no. But I think there's a couple of more wrestlers that have been down there to South America to get stem cell treatment to Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash actually went down I, there. I, heard, I remember that. Um, and they've been, in, they, once they got that stem cell um, work done, they've been in the best shape that they've been in their whole life, in their later life. Um, so, you know, I don't knock it. It's a good thing. Um, so, let's see what happens with that see what happens, one. yeah. Let's see how that works out. So... So we didn't watch SmackDown because it's Friday. It's Friday. Yeah. I have a family. I work. <laughs> so um, we'll catch up with it and we'll recap it next week. Um, what else? What, what are we expecting? Oh, wait. No, let's talk about next year's plan. Oh, yeah. So 2020 for Who Can Wrestling Podcast. We are actually planning on coming back with more episodes. Um, we're going to have more special guests and we're going to actually talk more about hookah as well. And it's kind of sad that we... Don't talk about hookah we, a lot. We don't want to talk about hookah a lot. But you know my thing, but like I said, but it's good that we had this conversation about hookah, you know, kids, you know, make sure they're not, uh, if you're not 21, you can't smoke and everything. Because here, at the end the, of the, um, I got you, but at the end of the, at the end of the day, y'all, we just want everybody, regardless, we just want everybody to just be safe. No, take it off. Take it off. Oh, take it off? Yeah. Okay. We want everybody. No, 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 no. Just take the top. Just take the top? Okay, yeah. I got you. At the end of the day, we just want everyone to be safe. We want you to smoke responsibly and That's stuff. That's good. You just do it there. Okay, right there. Yeah. And also, like I said, if you're not if you're not eighteen, if you're not twenty one, kids do not do not smoke. So. So, but yeah, no. Um, twenty twenty, we do plan on actually having more special guests. Um, right. I plan on trying to get into the indies and interview some of these guys. Right. Um, try to start off with reality wrestling, or if not. Some of the um, some of the indies here in Houston try to interview them, trying to get some more, trying to get to know more people. Um, actually, you know what I have an idea. You know, sometimes we might have to come go to some of these wrestling matches here and do some live, and do some live feeds. No, no, that's what that's what I'm talking about. Like, do some do some live like live um, 
try to get some some interviews with some of these wrestlers, oh, yeah, some of these indie wrestlers. Do a spotlight on some of them. Um, I know I love what Gino's been doing. Gino actually signed a deal with MLW. Miranda's on. Um, Miranda's been on freaking um, AEW. Then you got people like Alex Gracia, who's going to be um, on Impact next next month when they come to Dallas. Um, so you have a lot of things going on with a lot of these indie wrestlers, and I think they deserve the spotlight to get to know them better. Uh, we're going to try and do that, but mostly we're going to try to come at, back at a weekly rate. Um, this is the season finale episode of, of this year. So um, n- next episode will just be a year recap. Just, right. uh, and don't now. forget to vote. Don't forget to vote. Get, get on the polls. Vote for your, fa- vote for your favorite moments of this year. Uh, favorite factions, tag teams. Let's just see how interesting this goes, Elijah. Yes, let's see how this goes. Um, right now we're smoking off a make rig with the Mitwalk, um, Mitwalk tobacco, um, and we're just chilling, man. So either way, happy, Merry Christmas Merry, to everybody. Happy New Year. Well, not New Year because well, we're going to back next week. We're going to come back next, next week. week so. Enjoy your Christmas. <laughs> enjoy Stay Christmas. safe. Yep. Okay. Don't drink and drive. Exactly. Um, but yeah, from here, everybody at the Hookah Wrestling um, Podcast family, we are out. out. Peace. Peace.